This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! Spoiler alert! What Did You Watch This Week is a candid discussion about recent movies and TV shows, and it may contain spoilers if you haven't watched them yet. Listen at your own risk. Episode number 328 of What Did You Watch This Week? My name is Mike. My name is John. Yo, yo, yo. It's Monday night. And uh, we're recording the show. Is the feeling right? Oh, oh that's when it's Monday ladies night. night. That's when it's ladies night. You know, mm. oh, what a night. I mean. Sophisticated maybe, mama. Maybe it's ladies night. Sexy lady. He's losing his mind. I'm <laughs> reaping the benefits. <laughs> Wedding singer. <sighs> How's your week? Week was pretty good. How about yourself? It was decent enough. Um, my wife got COVID, so there's a couple of shows that we didn't watch because um, we usually watch them together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, we didn't watch Ghosts. That's too bad. This was a phenomenal episode. Yeah, um, yeah. What, what I said to Julia twice is the one-liners really hit this week. Like, they were just right on their game. Yeah, it's definitely something we'll be watching tomorrow night. So, what was the what was the synopsis of the story, though? Uh, this one, the title of the episode is Alberta's podcast. And basically they're listening to a murder mystery podcast and they say, Hey, we should do a murder mystery podcast about Alberta's murder. And yeah. I think that's great. But you know, there's, there's one person in the world who's an expert on Alberta that, you know, the person says, Oh, well, if you're going to do a podcast, you got to bring him in. And we all right. remember him. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. That sounds really good. It, it was really good. Um, I will also say one other thing, and I will give you no other context. Broken washing machine. Okay. Uh, we didn't watch CSI Vegas. Oh, that was a good episode. Uh, and we did not watch. Well, she watched House of Dragon. And yeah. after you said that it was terrible and she was like, that was a waste of time. I was like, I guess I just won't watch this week's episode, or at least I won't break my back to. Uh, I was doing, what was I doing? Oh, I was cooking breakfast sandwiches this morning while Julia read me the synopsis of this week's episode. So, oh yeah, no, I'm I'm talking about Driftmark. I'm talking about yeah. last week's episode even. So she, yeah. you went synopsis on both, huh? Uh huh. Oh, holy much shit! Much more entertaining. Six years later, from episode seven to eight. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, they're not even there's no pretense anymore. They're not even pretending like they care about continuity. They're just like, yeah, here's another six years under your belt. Yeah, here you go. It's ridiculous. I, I Knowing that the original concept of the show was that they were going to start at Viserys' death 
and jump into the the whole civil war and everything. And they were like, but there's not enough backstory. Again, I, I posit that all of this could have been done in maybe one episode with the narration. They could have done like an animated thing and they could have said, you know, here are the highlights of what you need to know. They could have done it Monty Python style for all I care, but it could have been synopsized. It did not need eight episodes of a show dragging on and on. Like there's still two more, sir. There's still, do you remember the crab feeder? Yes. Do you fucking care? No, no. He means absolutely nothing. Like, yeah, like no. less than nothing, but we got a whole like tail end of one episode leading into another episode where we had to care about him for five seconds. And now it's been 30 years or so. Nobody fucking cares. So from what I'm reading about Driftmark here. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's say here. Uh, Alice the King's dead. Bitch. Well, at the end of the episode, the very, very, very end. Okay. Because apparently there's one scene yeah. where he uh, he makes his way to the throne using his cane and he refuses help from everybody. And they say that it's a long, arduous, painstaking. I'm like, yeah, it probably took him like half an hour of the show. Yeah. They're like, it's such a set piece. No, it's bullshit. Yeah. After claims that Rhaenyra's children are bastards, Viscera decrees anyone questioning their legitimacy to be silenced and... Hand of the King, Otto Hightower, later tells Allison they will prevail while Renair and Damon unite against Allison and their supporters. They fucking got married, huh? Look at that. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, niece that and uncle one, got married. That was the one funny part that she was yeah. reading to me was apparently the, the guy dared to say, you know, your kids are bastards. And the king was like pulled out his dagger and he's like, I should take your tongue. And I guess Damon cut off the top of his head and said he can keep his tongue. <laughs> oh, that is pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah. <sighs> they marry Allison's uh, and, son. And Lenore uh, faked his death. Yeah. So yep. Renee and, and him and his 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 lover flee. Nice. Yep. Yep. Which didn't and happen then, in the books. In the in the books he was put to death. Okay. So now it's it's all new and different. Yeah. Let's see here. Lord of the Ties. Lord of the Ties. We ju- the plot jumped six years after the previous episode. Yeah. Sweet, 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 sweet. sweet, sweet uh, apparently, sweet. one of Allison's sons um, raped a chambermaid, and sweet. so she went to the girl and basically said, "Oh, I understand. I get it. I feel so bad for you. Here's money. Go away and never talk about this again, or I'll have you put to death." Yeah. And then went to her son about it, and he's like, "Meh, I don't care. She's beneath me." Yeah, of course, because he's a piece of shit. Yep. Uh. Uh, apparently, her, her son that got figured, bullied. All royal figure. Let's see here. All royal affairs are managed by Queen Alicent and Sir Otto Hightower. Aegon, married to Helena, rapes a handmaiden. Oh, this is episode eight, which yeah. Alicent covers up. When Vaemon reaches the Red Keep, Rhaenyra proposes an arrangement to gain Prince Rhaenyra's support. She also implores Viserys to defend her succession, quoting Aegon the Conqueror's dream. Sir Vaymon presents his petition to the court, blah, 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 <laughs> enters the throne, declares Lucerne's the heir to Driftmark. Enraged, Vaymon calls Renee's children bastards. Damon immediately decapitates him. There you go. The royal family gathers for a feast and appear to mend their ways. After Viscera leaves, Aeon makes 
Amon makes a veiled insult to Rhaenyra's four oldest sons, inciting a fight. Later, Viscera near death mutters parts of Aegon the Conqueror's dream to Alicent, mistaking her for Rhaenyra. And Alicent interprets this to mean her son Aegon. Yeah. Whew, yep. Yep, yep. Yeah. The Green Council and the Black Queen. So, yeah, it's, it's a... Two episodes yeah. to go. I may not two, watch. Two more... I may, um, just, I may just continue to read the... Uh, the synopsis. The results, oh, will. it's so much more enjoyable for me. Yeah. Which is a shame, because I did enjoy... Enjoy it so much. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, that is. Yeah. <sighs> um... I didn't watch any more Cobra Kai. I haven't watched any more or Lord of the Rings. Watched uh, one episode of Doctor Who, which was the Bells of St. John's. Mm-hmm. Uh, great episode. Uh, I had forgotten that when the great intelligence uploaded Clara Oswald, um, the woman who was in charge there, she was like, they said, uh, you know, oh, she doesn't really have any computer skills. And she's like, oh, just hook her up with a, uh, a full computer suite. You know, a full hacking programming suite. And uh, that's why Claire is so good with computers. Ah, I've forgotten about that as well. Yeah. Um, so are you not going to watch the new episode this month until you catch up? Oh, no, I will. I will watch it. Um, she will. We'll, we'll watch it again later when um, when we catch up on that part. But, yeah, I will definitely be watching that. I think you muted me. Oh, okay. So you're just going to watch. So you just wanted to watch the trailer without her around. Yeah. Well, when you sent it, we were in the car on the way to um, the Freiburg fair. And I was like, Oh, the thing was usually when you and I send each other trailers, it says like, you know, there's our message. And then there's the actual like preview window. Well, in this case, all it was, was the link. Yeah. I noticed the preview window. window. I thought that was odd. Yeah. And you were like, I can't wait. Or I'm not ready or something like that. And I was like, yeah. well, what is it? So I clicked on it and I immediately saw the power of the doctor. And I was like, oh, never mind. I was like, we're going to wait on this one. So because I didn't want to watch it while she was right there in the. Vehicle. Yeah, no, no, no. You know, yeah, too much, too much, too much. Like, does she even know that Jodie Whittaker, that the female played the doctor? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She knows about that stuff. Um, okay. But yeah. Oh, um, let's see. Oh, uh, I have not watched any more Dahmer. Did you watch any more Dahmer? I have not. No. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure if did... I will. I've heard too much mixed stuff about it. Like either I can only watch one episode a week or it's just too much or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So mm. um, we did pick up a new show just tonight and watch the first two episodes. And that's the patient. Oh, Oh, okay, I, we did not watch an additional episode, but I'm already really far ahead of you. What did you think? Yes. Uh, loved it. Like I, it was 7:15 when we got done with the last episode, and I was like, "Oh, we don't have time for another one." Um, yeah, you know, th- the cliffhanger they all ringing, up, addicting. Exactly, they do that cliffhanger, you know, and and the second episode was somebody walking downstairs holding a fireplace poker, and he goes, "Hello," and I was like, "Oh." That's how you say hello to like a child or or a simple person, but probably a child. So, but you know, then it goes to black. So you're like, oh, I want to see the next episode and see who it was. Um, I can tell you. No, I'd rather you did. <laughs> um, but I, uh, yeah, we're both really loving it. Um, like Julia said, it's a concept that you I, I haven't seen before. 
uh, a repentant murderer. Like he has compulsions to murder people, but he doesn't want to. He yeah. wants to get better. Yeah. Um, I like it. it it's not really going about cool it in a concept. proper manner, though, you know? Yeah, yeah. And they're very digestible, you know, 20 minutes at a time. Um, it, so it's very easy to grab an episode, grab two episodes. There's three more. One airs tomorrow, and then there's two more the week after and the week after. Yeah. We're trying to decide now if we want to binge and catch up all the way or uh, not binge so that we can binge all the way through to the end. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. I think think all the shows that I watched are ones that we watch. I watched, um, um, oh, the watcher comes out this week. That's right. That Netflix series. Mm. True crime one about the family. Yeah. Um, uh, the Connors is great. Uh, it's just a show I enjoy. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a lot to say about it other than that. They have, you know, well, they have the Halloween episode in a couple weeks probably. Uh, I started a new show today. Watched it this night or today. Alaska Daily, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. It's that one with Hillary Swank, and she's like a top-notch newspaper reporter who. For reasons uh, that her own, goes to Alaska to work at a, a local newspaper there, and kind of gets embroiled in this this ongoing um, First Nations or natives uh, women teenagers that disappear, and there's a stack of them, and and no one seems to care. Law enforcement doesn't do anything about it. So, um, gotcha. First episode was good. There was a lot of like really generic or standard storytelling tropes they use like big hotshot news reporter comes to small town paper you know uh they don't do things like the way she's used to doing they don't do things the way she did them uh uh fish out of water story um adjusting to locals um i'm not a first nations or i'm not a native so uh you won't talk to me like all those standard tropes of different you know what i mean things Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. She's got a secret, you know. <sighs> so I enjoyed the first episode. Uh, I'll probably check out more. Um, it's okay. something I could watch in front of Wesley mm-hmm. if I wanted to. But yeah, it was it was the first episode was solid. Thanks. Uh, did you watch Chucky? I did watch Chucky. What do yeah. you think? Well, I remembered. That last season, um, we found ourselves pleasantly surprised most weeks at the show itself. Um, I felt that this episode was good. It started off a little slow, um, but they they spent the entire episode basically giving us the fallout from the first season and then setting up where the second season's going. At the, yeah, uh, they really sped time up quite a bit. Not like Game of Thrones or House of Dragon <laughs> time frame, but like, like you said, that last the episode picks right up where the season one finale ended. We get like a six month fast forward, and then we get like a a hurried up storyline to get the kids to where they want them to be to tell mm-hmm. the the overarching story of this season. Yep. 
Um, I enjoyed it. I, I thought that it was it was quite good. Uh, I yeah. can't believe they blew a kid up. Um, uh, yeah, right. Like the show's always been big on murdering people, but this was uh, I mean, what was he like? Eight nine years old, if eight, that. Yeah, seven eight years old, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and he was just having fun. Like he, he was a cool kid because he always quoted Batman. <laughs> You know, yep. everything was holy homemade bomb, Batman. She's like, I'm not Batman. He's like, sorry, Batwoman. Uh, um, yeah, it was. I was surprising. Um, but kind of on par for the show. So um, I feel like the they're, they're not being subtle about it, but I feel like the shrink there that gave the uh, the uh, bride doll to the little girl, yeah. you know, yeah. is part of the cult or whatever well yeah no absolutely like that that was so blatantly obvious they didn't even try to hide that yeah because then she these three kids got arrested for murder but they're juveniles so we're gonna send them to this reform school instead on her suggestion she's like i have a better idea i'm like hmm yeah yeah and it's So what was he saying? He's like, this was the wayward home for boys, which is where Charles Lee Ray. Yes. That's where he was an orphan. Oh, okay. That's the orphanage he grew up in. And now it's this reform school for delinquent heads. I thought that it was the military school that Andy went to in child's play too. Ah, yes. Nope. Nope. That's not what it was. That's what I thought in the previews at least. So yeah. Was that, that was three, wasn't it? Uh, was it three? I think it was three. Maybe. Yeah, you might be right. I couldn't tell you what Child's Play 2 is about, but I feel like Child's Play 3 was the uh, military school. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Now 16, Andy's been sent to Kent Military School after he Mm -hmm. failed to cope with several foster homes. Colonel Cochran's school commander advises Andy to forget his fantasies about the doll. Colonel Cochran. Talk about a cack. <laughs> uh, so what's Child's Place 2? Two years after the first film, the Playhouse Corporation would produce the Good Guy Dolls, recover from the negative publicity, and, re- and reassemble the Chucky to reassure the stock. That's right. I remember now, like, they melted down the, the doll. Mm, that whole and intro scene. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ah, we meet Kyle and... Child's Play too because Andy's mom's been institutionalized, so, so he's at his foster, foster home. Yep. So he sent, to, and we meet Kyle, his foster sister, in this one. That's right. So, uh, um, yep. so the rookie. Did, did you watch the rookie? Oh, uh, Nolan's first day as a uh, T.O. Because, you know, he aced the test, did better than even Gray <sighs> thought he would. Well, that, uh, I'll be honest, that doesn't surprise me. Like that, as much as this, this show does, in fact, make you go, oh, come on, with their how they handle their everyone's a Mary Sue, that doesn't mm-hmm. actually surprise me, considering Nolan. Um, also, speaking of not surprising at all. Um, yeah. Chen's boyfriend lived through the massive slash yeah. on his wrists. Of course he did. You know, the ones where they went down the street. Yeah, they, they yeah, they went down the road, not across the street. They did the right way. Yeah. And uh yeah, he lived, 
and he's he's in good health and good spirits. And all right, so hold on, I'm sorry. I, I, they're in the apartment together talking, like they just got home, mm-hmm. and that recruiting officer for undercover school shows up. They left the apartment door open, <laughs> like as many times as Chen's been kidnapped or shit's happened to her, or you I was wondering that myself. Drum, or like her boyfriend's arms were, you know, were the attempted murder, make it look like a suicide. Like as much as all the shit they got going on is happening, she doesn't close and lock the door behind her. <laughs> right. Because I had to rewind it. I'm like, wait, did, did she even like knock on the door? Did she just walk in? Yeah, she did. She just yeah. walked in. They never closed it. Yeah. And then and, when and she leaves, she just leaves and they still yeah. don't close the fucking door. Yeah. I was going to say, Chen never freaks out or anything. She's never like, oh, my God, I can't believe that I left that open. Oh. Yeah. There's no, Oh, there's a stranger in my house. It's like, hey, what's up? Oh, hi. I'm Lee Chen. Oh, I'm Chen. <laughs> Not, you know, like, just a casual conversation with a stranger. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 They forgot to close the door and have someone knock on it, apparently. Yeah. Oopsie poopsie. So she gets invited to go to undercover school because she's awesome. Yeah, because she's done it like three or four times and she's awesome. Yeah, uh, and and uh, she's not gonna do it because of her boyfriend. But in the end, you know, Bradford's like, you gotta do it. So she does. Yeah. But what's the like biggest how, Mary Sue thing of this whole entire episode? Well, hold on. I was gonna say I really liked how um, uh, oh God, what's her name? Wesley's wife there, the detective. Oh yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> she basically called Tim out. She's like, hey, what were you doing at her place? Yeah. After that. And he's like, oh, I was just checking on her. She's like, yeah, I don't buy it. Yeah. Uh, he's like, are you accusing me of something? She's like, yeah, I am. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure I know what you were doing there. <laughs> um, what, what about, I, I uh, love the fact that Smitty uh, <laughs> couldn't find the body in the house and said, oh, they were just listening to Dirty Harry. Yeah. Smitty's a useless cop. Yeah. Because Nyla and her husband and she's like about to explode pregnant, like moving to their new house. She's doing a home birth with no midwife. Uh, she, she, they go next door to tell the neighbors to turn the music down. Cause they're being loud. She goes over, presents her badge. like turn it down. He's like, you, uh, <laughs> there's gunshots. Like you said, Smitty's useless. Yep. Nyla investigates kind of gets half caught. Uh, she's in labor. Water's broke. She's in labor. They infiltrate the house. The neighbors do. Nyla manages to deliver the baby herself. Like, okay. So her husband's downstairs fighting with a guy. Gray mm-hmm. shows up, right? Mm-hmm. To help, uh, puts one in custody. There's gunshots upstairs. Gray runs, uh, you know, uh, the, the husband runs upstairs and bursts the door in and there's Nyla laying on a bed. Holding the daughter all wrapped up, gun out, pointed at the guy on the ground with a wound going, it's a girl. Yeah. After she came out of the water, water predator style. Oh, my God. The predator style. Oh, when she did that, I just I threw my hands up in the air. I'm like, are yeah. you shitting me? Come on. The yeah. slow motion water dripping off her from yeah. the birthing tub. Blah. The birthing tub that was full of birthing fluids. Yeah. She's like, she had smirched drop the gun right now. And the and guy then there's gunshots. And then he runs upstairs and she's had the baby. Yep. Yep. You are correct, sir. Everything that you have said is a fact. It is a well, fact. Well, everything I've happened. said is what's happened on that show. Yeah. It yes. was just, it was gosh. 
Gosh, gosh, gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So, yeah. The, it's still the rookie. I'm still watching it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll keep Quantum, watching it. Quantum Leap. I watched that episode today. Um, so, I talked about last week how. The, the big departure from the show is that we only ever saw Sam's side of things. We didn't mm-hmm. see what was happening back at Quantum Leap or whatever you want to call it, you know, headquarters. Yep. And where this is, the show is really split. And it hasn't deterred my – what I like about the show. Mm-hmm. I do find it interesting. Like, they address things like – like, we never saw Al being tired. No one else ever showed up. You know, Sam would mm-hmm. pop into place. Al would just show up with a cigar in his fancy outfit. Yep. They do everything they needed to do. You know, Al would be like, I'm going to go back and find things out. Like, it just seemed like Al was there constantly at his back yeah. call the whole time. Yeah. Whereas this time we've got her passing yeah. out from the exhaustion. Right. Because she's not sleeping. She's not eating. She's not taking care of herself because she has to be there all the time, you know. Yep. And it's like, oh, that's true. Like, and when does this guy sleep? Like, Days do pass, so he has yeah. to sleep. Yep. So that's when she goes and sleeps. You it know, that be. type of thing. Right, you're right, yeah. So. See, oops. you're right. I liked that. I also liked that, like, last week, it kind of sucked. You're right. You know, the whole watching them look for Al's daughter, and you were like, this is slowing things down, and it's taking away from the story of the show. This but week, it didn't help that the story of the show is him in outer space, so he's in a finite right. place. Now, this week, I feel like they hit it on both fronts. So the stuff that was going on outside of there, like the, the the subtle stuff, you know, how did Ziggy miss this? Oh, that's weird. Well, I noticed that Ziggy's been moving a little slow. Hmm, Ziggy's got a power drain. Oh, somebody backdoored in. Well, it doesn't matter. They can't do anything with it. I mean, you know, we have the only technology. Oh, here's Al's daughter going to her mom and saying, I want right. dad's stuff. No, I'm not going to give you dad's stuff. Okay, well, I drugged your tea. I'm right. going to take his stuff because right. now I'm going to use it. So is and she like, going to be an evil leaper? But I don't – but then there's – see, I don't think so because she doesn't have a quantum leap accelerator. What I think she has is um, like a holodeck. Hologram technology? The holodeck thing so she can pop in and talk to Ben. Which would be interesting. Um we also found out that when they mapped out and they said, oh, Ben's going for this one spot, when yeah. they started looking, because this week he jumped outside of his own lifetime. And they made yes. sure to point that out. They were like, well, wait a minute. He jumped outside of his lifetime. He jumped into 1977. And they're like, he can't do that. We have fail safes. Well, apparently his coding took out the fail safes. Well, and, and the he, thing is, she didn't even notice that when they got there in the boxing gym. And she didn't notice I did. they pointed it out to her. I was like, this guy's not that old. Mm-mm. And this is supposed to be 2022. Like he wouldn't right. have been around in 1977. He doesn't look 45. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know. So, um, yeah. So that was interesting. They found out when they, when they checked where he left and where he left again, it almost looks like he's doing a slingshot around the sun, you know, Star Trek style yeah. or Voyager style, yeah. uh, trying to build up enough momentum. And they said that if he does it right, he could theoretically go to any point in history. Mm-hmm. So they're still not yeah. sure where he's aiming and why he's going there. Do you think he's trying to go to the future? Maybe. 
it's it's possible. Um, essentially, they alluded that like it could take ten to twenty more leaps until he mm-hmm. gets until he he succeeds what he's trying to do, or <laughs> a season could be or less. two. <laughs> they really don't know. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, yeah. <clears throat> we also find out that Al had some of the old technology still at the house, including his old handheld device that connected him to Ziggy. Love that handheld device. Yeah, so that was cool. So we see her. She's got it locked into the computer. She's doing something with it. To me, it looks like she has some sort of um, a college chamber or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. think it's a quantum leap accelerator. I, may, maybe it is, but right. if you look at all the quantum leap accelerators in the past, well, the, the original one and then now this one that's even fancier, like it looked like it was a pretty large unit, not yes. something yep. you'd have thrown together in a warehouse no matter how smart you are. So you're right. Maybe she's trying to contact Ben. Maybe she's trying to contact somebody else. You know, we did Sam? see in the original quantum leap that there were evil leapers and they mm-hmm. had their own holograms. Mm-hmm. Um, so but we, and we never knew anything about the leapers, where they came from, where they are out I, of. Yep. So um, now on the Ben side of things, the story yeah. was fucking phenomenal. Um, it was a great story, but it was kind of it was it wasn't complex because all the complexity was on the other side. So that's where the good balance came in. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't complex, but they kept in true quantum leap fashion. They kept adding more layers to it. You know, I was mm-hmm. explaining to mm-hmm. Julie and basically like, uh, we find out that he's jumped into this boxer who is 14 and Oh, every win by knockout. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's phenomenal in and of itself. Oh, I don't is. even follow boxing. And I know that that's, yeah, no, that's, uh, that's a, that's a significant, yeah. Uh, yet he's about to fight in this prize fight two days from now, and he goes down in the second round. Um, so they're like, oh, he must have been distracted. Well, then this woman comes in and she's making out with him. They're like, oh, there's the distraction. You know, it's a girlfriend. Nope. Turns yeah. out that the girlfriend is actually the wife of the guy he's fighting against. Oh, there's the distraction. Nope. Turns out that the real distraction is the fact that his brother um, can't afford nope. to pay the money on his uh his gym. So he couldn't get a loan. So he went to loan sharks and now the loan sharks are going to come calling. So he's betting all the money on his brother winning this fight. Um, he's also got PTSD and he's starting to get a little paranoid and a little bit off the reservation. He's ignoring his wife. So, uh, basically in the original history, you know, the guy that Ben leaps into goes down in the second round, Uh, loses the fight. So his brother loses the money. The loan sharks come looking for him and he takes his own life. And that's when they were like, how did Ziggy miss this? Um, So Ben manages to get him instead to promise him when I win this fight, I want you to go get some help. And he does. And apparently goes on to start one of the first veterans PTSD support groups in the United States. Which is pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. So I, I liked that. It felt very quantum leap. It felt very, you know, heartfelt. And um, yeah, I really enjoyed that part of it. Um, and then next week's episode is. Uh, uh, he's a woman he in the 80s. A woman in a bar in the 80s getting hit on by dudes. <laughs> yeah. That's that's going to be interesting. The first, uh, I've, I'm sure it won't be the last, uh, him jumping into a woman. Um, no. Nope, I don't think that'll, yeah. That will not be the last. Would you, uh, would you think of Andor this week? 
Uh, so Andor, I, I, what are we on episode five? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, episode five. Um, well, okay. So I enjoyed the episode. It was a travel episode. Um, it was a little slow. It was a little slow. It was like uh, we don't trust each other, and here's why we don't trust each other type stuff, you know. The um, Tie Fighter roaring in over them, like that was legit scary. Yeah, like those things are very like the noise is a very scary noise when right. it's something like that. Right. Like that was that was legit scary. Like. I don't know. I'll just I keep going to the fact that what I like about the show so much is we're seeing what the normal people were doing or the regular people or the non space wizards. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or I think that's kind of what I stick to. Um, you know, so. Um, Clum, anyways, and or <laughs> Cassian, um, you know, he he tells him I was hired to be here like. Eventually, he tells them that. Yeah, because this guy's like, why do you have this stone worth thousands, you know, 30,000 credits and blah, 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 blah. It's a kyber crystal, which is what you use in a lightsaber. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, No, basically, he's just like, look, I was hired to be here. Okay, I don't have a fight in the battle. I'm here for the money. So if if you're not trusting me of what my reasons for being here are, it's just, you know, instead of using it as an excuse to leave or quit then just quit. I'm here mm-hmm. for the money. Now you know why I'm here. Yep. If you don't want to be here for your own reasons and don't be here. Yeah. Yeah. But we got to work together in order to make this work. Um, there's a lot of buildup in this episode and last episode. You know, there's a lot of talking with the senators. Yep. There's a lot of uh, what's his name there talking with his mommy. Um, oh, man. This guy's going to he's going to kill her. I think so too. She is so degrading and so mean. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mon Martha shitty relationship with her family, huh? Ooh. Yeah. Her daughter hates her. Uh, her husband like sits there and basically laughs at her daughter being a bitch to her. Yeah. She's like, thanks for the support. And he's like, (laughs) whatever. Yeah. And they obviously do not get along whatsoever. Yep. Um, no. uh, but yeah, not a lot happened. It was just character development and story building. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of action. You know? They're on the move. They're getting ready to, to pull off the heist that they're trying to pull off. Yeah. Stealing the basically stealing the payroll. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, it, it's a times. lot of this episode was just we don't trust you. We don't trust you. We don't yeah. trust you. Okay. Mom emasculating her son. Mon mm-hmm. Mothra's family being shit. Um, but yeah. I, re- I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, I know that there's big stuff coming, so I'm enjoying the build to that. Unlike, say, House of the Dragon, where you know, right. 30 minutes of him walking across the floor. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, but I am definitely, definitely enjoying the hell out of it does that only leave she hulk for our shows um getting anything i watched another new show oh what's that 
I watched the first episode of The Midnight Club on Netflix. How is that? It's on my list, but I liked it. Um, you know, you know who did it? The guy that did House on Haunted Hill and yep. Haunting of Hill House. I mean, and um, what was that one with the vampires in the church we watched last year? And yeah, I am absolutely blanking on it. Oh, you know, the one on the island, the vampire, the priest. Oh, yeah. Um, I All I could think of is Midnight, but it was, um, yeah, that was so good. Yeah, uh, let's see here. Midnight Mass? Yeah, Midnight Mass. There's fucking Midnight's in the title. Is it? Mike Flanagan, that's who did it. <laughs> he must yeah, have a thing did, about uh, Midnight. <laughs> Yeah, so he did The Haunting of Hill House, The Haunting of Bly Manor, Midnight Mass, now The Midnight Club. Yep. <laughs> and then he's working on The Fall of the House of Usher. So he likes houses and he likes midnight. Yeah. Yeah, clearly. But he has been gold for Netflix. Yes, absolutely. Especially the uh, Bent Net Girl episode. Whoa. So ultimately you like the... Uh... Yeah, I did. So the premise is it's based on a Christopher Pike book. Christopher Pike is a young adult author that I read, I don't know, 50 of his books probably when I was a teenager. But I still have some now. Quick reads, you know, nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of morbid. It's about a hospice house for teenagers. Okay. And at night they get together around a table in the library and they tell ghost stories to each other. They try to scare each other. And, of course, because they're at a hospice house, these kids die from cancer they're dying young and maybe they're there a long time. Maybe they're not. Um, so I can't, I haven't read the book in so long. I really don't remember like the finish. Um, but what's cool about this is like, you know, we're going to get to see, we're going to see an overarching storyline of what's going on from episode to episode. Plus, you know, them telling scary stories. So you'll get those little like, um, anthology type standalone stories in each episode mm, okay mm. that's cool i really like the first episode it's probably it's, it is worth your time oh yeah it's on my list i was looking forward to it now i'm looking forward to it even more yeah i really like the first episode so nice she hulk she hulk best episode ever phenomenal episode wasn't it it, it was amazing um, yep. everything about it, the action, the banter, the chemistry, the, uh, the fourth wall breaking. I loved the fourth wall breaking when she looked at the thing and she's like, wait, are we doing the gala? Oh my God. Is the finale the next episode? Wow. Okay. I guess we're wrapping this up pretty quick. Yeah. Um, she's representing Frogman. <laughs> Leapfrog. I'm sorry. Leapfrog. Eugene Patillo. Yeah, because she is he is suing uh, Jacobson for faulty supersuit design, and, and his dad is a big client with the yeah yeah. So even though she's like, I really don't want to. It's a conflict. I want him to keep making my sweet clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she goes to try to talk to him. He of course throws her out. Now she's not going to make the, uh, the her, her dress for the gala. So they're in court, and who is representing Jacobson? Matthew Murdoch. None other than Matt Murdock. Exactly. So we finally get to see Daredevil, right? Whew. Yeah. 
<laughs> I love how they even they started right out like he was just hitting all the notes of the yeah. lawn. She's like, this guy's really good. And yeah. then uh, when he says uh, when they catch him in the jet fuel thing. And he's yeah. like, no, I didn't. And he's like, he's lying, Your Honor. Don't ask me how I know. I just know. And he's like, everybody knows that he's lying. Yeah. But it's because he could hear the heartbeat faster. Oh, loved it. He, yeah. Well, you know, he could smell the jet fuel when he picked mm. up the, the shoe. Yes. See, look, it's yeah. burnt. It's inflammable suits burnt. What did you use? Yeah. <laughs> also, I know because of uh, an episode of The Simpsons where yeah. they kept doing the, like, uh, this was Homer's side of the story. This was Marge's side of the story. They yeah. had one infamous line from Dr. Nick who said, who knew flammable and inflammable both meant flammable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked when we see daredevil in the costume for the first time and they played his music from the Netflix series. Yes. The little sting. I oh. loved it. Oh, and of course but I'm yeah. sitting there and explaining all this to Julie. I'm like, Oh, that was the theme song to the show. It was so friggin' good. Yeah, it was. Um, we got to see some daredevil fighting. I loved how. OK, so <laughs> they lose the case. She goes to the bar. She drinks. Matt comes along. They hang out. He's got to leave rather suddenly. <laughs> he, because He ordered her an apple teeny because it's a green drink. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's true. That's true. So he, she's OK. I made this. She's very like. She's extremely horny in every episode. Yes. Yes, she is. Yes. Which they call her a slut later on. But anyhow. Um, so, yeah, Matt gets called away. She goes home. She gets a call from Leapfrog, who's like, hey, there's a guy coming after me, blah, blah, blah. So she puts her She-Hulk outfit on. And she goes out to stop him. And she fights Daredevil. And Leapfrog gets away. And Daredevil and, and She-Hulk fight, and it's a very good fight. It is. She uses her sonic clap to kind of hurt his ears to stop him finally. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I have really good hearing, or I had really good hearing. Yeah. She you know, rips his mask off, and it's Matt Murdock. And she's like, oh, my God. And he's like, yeah, I'm Daredevil. Oh, you're like a superhero, too? Yeah, I'm Daredevil. I don't know who that is. And so he's like, no, your client's the bad guy. He kidnapped Jacobson's, forcing him to make a new outfit, blah, blah, blah. We have to go rescue him. So they go together to save him. And I like how Murdoch's like, no, this is not your thing. This is not what you do. Like, you're not a hero. She's like, well, I'll just jump in there and do this. No, you you won't because th- you don't do this. You're a lawyer. You know, you're a Hulk and you don't utilize being a Hulk. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I like how they went into that kind of like explanation of like, yeah, you no, no, this is not what you do. Right. But we get to see Daredevil kick some ass like he does. I love he goes. There's 10 guys. I'll take the I'll, I'll take I'll take them out. Take 15 seconds a piece. Wait here. Yeah, I'm not waiting here for a half an hour while you do this. Yeah, that's not how the math works. <laughs> and then later he has to call it back and he's like, uh, that's still not how the math works. Yeah, it would take me two and a half minutes. Um, but anyhow, they fight. They beat up the bat. They stop Leapfrog. They rescue Jacobson. He agrees to make her outfits and do her dress. Oh, very um, reluctantly, though. You know, yes. he's like begrudging. He's like, Guess I'll work for you again. Yeah. But he saves her and, you know, and then Leapfrog jumps out the window and he gets stove up. And he gets arrested and this and that. And it's good. And then, you know, Matt Murdock and uh, she go have the sex. Mm-hmm. And then the next day you see him doing the walk of shame. Love that. Because he had the boots off. He's holding his boots in his hand. Yeah. But he's and got his mask on and comes everything. in. 
Yeah, her yeah. assistant comes in. She's like, there was a guy dressed as the devil doing a walk of shame. And she's like, I know. And she's like, wait, was that you? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> are, are we happy about that? Yes, we are. Okay, great. She made fun of his mustard and ketchup suit. That was great. I, I'm I'm glad that she called that out. Yeah. He's still, though, like, he's from Brooklyn. She's from L.A. Yeah. Um, he came over here to get his suits from Luke. Uh, but he's going back to New York. I'm wondering if she's going to end up going there as well or if she's going to stay in L.A. And this will just be like, uh, hey, we'll team up every now and then. Well, so... I think the big thing that we have to talk about is at the end when they're at the gala and every female lawyer is being recognized. Oh, yeah. Oh, what a dick move. Yeah. She's like, oh, I got female lawyer of the year. And I'm like walking across the kitchen. I'm like, why does it have to be female lawyer? Why can't it just be lawyer of the year? And then when they start calling all the names, I was like, oh, just that's the women. Why. Exactly. Yeah. And then well, the, the intelligence breaks in and starts playing a thing on on. She Hulk and how she stole the Hulk's powers and uh, she doesn't even care about it. And they, you know, they show the footage, the, the video that, uh, that that guy, Ben, Josh, whatever his name was, the one that cloned her phone and, mm-hmm. and and had sex with her and stole her blood. Like they show footage that, 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 that he took of them having sex. She's a slut, blah, 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 blah. So Jen gets pissed off. And she tears down like the video wall. Uh-huh. And. And she's angry. She's can't control her rage. Um, and then she, she chases, chases one down of the guys an intelligentsia out. member and, and gets stopped by damage control. So when we leave, damage control all guns on her. And she's yep. calmed down. Yeah, but she looked like she was ready to rip that guy's arms off. Yeah. But the other thing, too, is like the other lawyer that works with her office, like, Jen, don't. She's calling her, don't do it, Jen. Don't do it, Jen. Just let me yeah. you know what I mean. Like, um, so I'm wondering if this episode is going to start with her in jail or locked up or something. I doubt she'll be in jail. I have a feeling that she'll probably be questioned by damage control, but there's not much that they can do. I mean, they can't restrain a Hulk. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Apparently I just saw a headline that says she Hulk reminds everyone. This is my show in new season finale trailer. I will oh. be watching the trailer because I will not be watching the trailer in a few days and I'm just yeah, going to watch it's, it. It's, well, yeah, it's Monday. It's going to be on Thursday. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. That's one trailer. I'll not be watching movies, movies. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight to talk about. I have four and a half to talk about. Okay. Well, I have two to talk about that. I know you didn't see. Okay. Go for it. So, Cannon and I went to the movies for a good old-fashioned double feature. Uh, the first movie we went and saw was Barbarian. I thought you hate. Oh, no, no. Bar- I was thinking of um, that other one that you went to see with him that you hated. Uh, the Norseman. Well, that was Norseman. terrible. Yeah, yeah. Barbarian, so Barbarian is so about, much good about. It's about a, a woman that goes to her Airbnb to discover that someone else is already there because it's been double booked. Mm-hmm. And then shit goes down. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I thought it was really good. The downfall to Barbarian is the scares that they use and some of the stuff they do that makes it the most creepy or whatever involves a lot of darkness. And so once you've seen it, you've seen it. 
you know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things where it's like it's a great first watch, and each watch thereafter is less and less impactful. Okay. Unless you went like, you know, a few years without watching it and you forgot what happened. Okay. You know, but I I really enjoy it. I thought it was a great movie. Excellent. Um, Then we saw Smile. Oh, okay. That is also a great movie. Who impactfulness of the creepy ass smiles will never go away because they're just wrong. <laughs> um, and you know, it's it's. I'm not going to get into details on that one uh, because it's a great flick. You should go watch it. <laughs> um, doesn't have a standard ending like you like you would expect. Okay. Um, I I enjoyed it thoroughly. And that That's creepiness good. will stick with you and be just as creepy every time you watch it. Um, so, okay. I, I, yeah. I was on the fence about it. It looked interesting, but I wasn't sure if it was interesting enough to like devote the time to, but well, that's good to know. I found a gift card to Regal and that I had that I don't know where I got it. Maybe I got it for my birthday. I don't know, but I found one in, in the draw and I was like, Oh shit. I mean, my name was on it. It just said Michael <laughs> and then $25. And I was like, Michael, I got to use this. Nice. So, so $25. So that got you your ticket um, for one of the movies. No, no, it was. Um, we went to a matinee for Barbarian. We went to the 350 one. So we technically got the $10 matinee price. And then for the evening showing, it was 1240. So, OK. I mean, it's still expensive, but yeah, whatever. Uh, apparently, on Tuesdays now at Regal, they do 650 movies. Hmm. Okay. So. Interesting. Yeah. What's the movie you watched? Uh, I watched one that you watched a little while ago, Do Revenge. Oh, okay. What did you think? I fucking loved this movie. I loved everything about this movie. Wasn't it great? It was surprisingly great. The soundtrack was awesome. Oh, the soundtrack is phenomenal. Absolutely banging. Um, the the twists kept getting better and better. Um, the characters, I gotta say, like, I don't want to give anything away. Like, I legitimately think everybody should watch this movie. This is this is a movie that everybody is going to find something to like about. Oh uh, yeah. But I've become a tremendously huge fan of Maya Hawk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was so good. Um, it, the, the basic premise is strangers on a train. So if you know mm-hmm. the, the classic mystery strangers on a train, two people meet on a train. One says, with, I need this person with murdered. an unexpected twist. Yes. I need this person murdered. And so they agree to do each other's murders so that neither one of them can get traced back to it. Um, in this case, instead of murder, it's revenge. That's why it's yes. called do revenge. Yeah. But the, the twist kept coming and the characters didn't go through a miraculous change. That's how I'll put it. There, there was no like, Oh my God, you know, in the second act at the end of the second act, I'm going to become a different person. There yeah. wasn't really any of that. Like I yeah. was shocked and actually kind of impressed um you you want to see people grow obviously but it was quite refreshing to see characters that were just like no this is who i am go fuck yourself yeah. um 
so honestly, like everybody should be watching do revenge. It's on Netflix. Everybody has Netflix. Um, it is, it is so good. It is so well done. Um, really watch the movie. Uh, what's another movie you watched? Well, the half movie that I watched was the new Hellraiser. Oh, I watched the whole thing. I'm sorry. And I think you made the right choice. I sure did. I, I got to tell you, about halfway through, I went, why the fuck am I still watching this? Well, actually, they do wrap the movie up well, and they actually start to explain the storyline and what's trying to happen, and it starts to make sense the second half. Uh-huh. But it definitely, it's not a sequel. It's... It's not even a it's not even a reboot. I mean, it's not even like a retelling of the original or a remake. I mean, which it doesn't have to be because the Cenobites were always unique that way. Like they could no. come back in different forms. No, it's definitely a hey, here's the characters we're going to use. Uh, the Cenobites, the box, we're going to change up what the box does, and we're not going to use any of the same characters from the original movie or story. So we're going to use and we're going to tell a new story about it. So in that respect, it's like, OK, that was a good takeoff or remake. But um, yeah, that's definitely a one time watcher. Yeah, yeah. I, I got halfway through and there were so many long stretches of like her reading the book and everybody arguing. And, you know, she's an addict, but, you know, does it matter? Does it care? It was so slow and so tedious. And I was like, I've still got another hour of this. I was like, no, I've wasted enough time. So I just stopped. I'm glad that it paid off in the end, but I'm not going to go back and watch it. I was looking for a horror movie and I got a slog. Mm. Like the, the yeah. best horror part that I saw was in the beginning when, um, and I always get his name wrong. Um, the guy there who was in timeless, uh, Gordon oh, yeah. Vishnick. when Gordon Vishnick was basically like, Oh yeah. Uh, solve that puzzle. And I get a prize. And then watching the kid get like the chains strapping him up into the air. I was like, okay, all right, here we go. And then it fucking petered out. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I get that. I watched the movie last week I forgot to talk about called Sissy. It's on Shudder. It's an AMC Plus Shudder original exclusive. Which apparently I have, so. <laughs> yeah, it's about a, uh, it's about a girl. Who oh, no, social- wait, you did. You did, because then I said, yeah, I looked into it, and I do have Shudder. Um, yeah, you told me that it was really good, and you liked it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's right. Because right. I remember I said that I watched the trailer for it when I looked into my AMC, and okay. then you and I both figured out where we could find our account information. And okay. yeah, okay, um, yeah, okay. Uh, I watched uh, Significant Other on Paramount Plus. So I watched that as well. Okay, so synopsis: <laughs> a young couple goes hiking in the Pacific Northwest uh-huh. and come across a mysterious, you know, uh, unusual circumstances, whatever. Uh huh. Bigfoot movie. Uh huh. I'm sitting down to watch me a Bigfoot movie. That's what I'm watching. Five seconds into the movie. Oh, this is not a Bigfoot movie. (laughs) Nope. No, it was not. But I was okay with it. I liked it. It was different. So here's my synopsis. Because uh, Julie is not usually a horror fan. So I was like, hey, I'm going to sit down and watch this movie. She saw like just the the 
pause screen, you know, yeah. where it has like the title and the synopsis. And she's like, oh, hell, I'll watch that. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So, you know, we hunkered down. We're like, let's watch a scary movie together. Yeah. And uh, same Fuck thing, you know, five seconds in, like, mm, okay, this is this is not a, you know, Wendigo or Bigfoot or anything like that. Oh, okay. Um, about an hour in, I'm like, is this going to be scary? No, I, I don't no. know. Is this going to be scary? No, no, it's not well, scary. I think the, the assumption is it's released in October. It's going to be a horror movie. Yeah. That's uh, your the, assumption. The trailer. I watched the trailer yeah. and it had horror type vibes to yeah, it. You know, the blank yeah. stares and the, uh, again, it's, it's new, so I'm not going to ruin it for people. Um, had a good twist about midway through. Yep. Yep. Um, from that point on, the humor was spot on. Like yeah, all of a sudden, great it, humor. It took on a yep. comedy role. Like yep. one of the funniest quote unquote horror type things I've seen in a while. Like when he's walking with her and he's like, let me show you this over here. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, no, I, I, I enjoyed it. I would not categorize this as a horror movie by any means. Nope. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. I would give it a hard sell. Like it's worth your time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I would not say I, I wouldn't give it a hard sell. I would give it a sell. I would say, you yeah. know, if you want something that's going to be a little bit twisted and a little bit, uh, you could definitely tell that it's a Paramount Plus original. There's basically yeah. five actors in the whole movie. I mean, six if you yeah. count the woman who steps out and says, "Hey, I need your help in here at the restaurant." Yeah. And and I'm Fair being enough. generous also counting the kid who stands right. at their table and says, "Did you see the Red Star fall?" Um, it felt very. Um, campy 80s horror especially and, towards the end but and it's only 85 minutes long yeah yeah so that's i would i would plus. give it a sell i would not give yeah. it a hard sell you'd give it a hard sell i would yeah okay um i watched mr harrigan's phone on netflix almost watched that but i watched something else what did you think um i liked it okay um it's a based on the stephen king novella yeah uh, it's about, a, it's about, uh, as it tells you in the trailer, it's about a kid who has befriended an, uh, an elderly man that he reads to who dies. And, uh, the, the guy literally calls him on his phone from beyond the grave and shit happens. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was Thanks. really good. Um, it's not like, Oh, I can't wait to watch it again. Like it's not, I'm going to run out and buy this, but I mean, it, it was worth a watch. Mm -hmm. It it was definitely like literally Julia was like, Hey, you want to watch Mr. Harrington's phone? And I was like, actually what I'd like to watch is werewolf by night. I, I watched that as well. So we watched that instead of Mr. Harrington's phone. All right. What'd you think of werewolf I, by night? I definitely think we made the, the better call. Like I'm sure Mr. Harrington's phone is good. I love oh. werewolf by night so much. Werewolf by night is definitely much better than Mr. Harrington's phone. Oh my um, God everything about it like yeah. it starts off with the the rainbow lines and the special like yeah. straight out of the 80s i fell yeah. in love uh it was all black, black and white, white the blood diamond the blood the moonstone the bloodstone. bloodstone um I, it's a great move I, I give it a hard sell yeah it's only like 52 minutes and that's including yeah. the 23 minutes of marvel credits um <laughs> But even the even the open Marvel the opening Marvel logos, you know, it starts doing the dun, 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 yeah. dun, and then it turns black and white, and you start seeing like slashes go across it, and you hear yeah. screaming, and and then by the end, it's cool. like more. It's not the mar. It's it's the tune of the Marvel Studios music, but it's done differently. 
<laughs> and then they even have like the old timey like werewolf by night and then copyright Marvel MCMXX. I was like, yeah. Yeah, no, they definitely with the old school approach. Uh, it's all black and white. You know, at the end, it does turn to color. Mm-hmm. Um, There's Victrola's playing. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's a, great. It's a monster movie. It is great. It's and great. we're not going to spoil it, but it no. was so good. Like it was better than it deserved to be. Honestly, yeah, it was uh, way better than I thought it was going to be. There's no PS. Nope. We we're not. And, and again, we're not really introduced to any new major characters. We sure are. Are we going to see them in other stuff? We are going to see more of them in the MCU, but at least one of them, I will say Ted. How about if I say Ted? Uh, oh, Ted is a yes. major Marvel yes, character. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. You're absolutely right. I was thinking of. All right. Yes, Jack? I feel a little dumb now. But Jack, yes, Jack is a minor. I mean, he is a minor character in the Marvel universe. Um I don't yeah. know about Elsa. I'd have to look her up. But well, that's no, the thing. I, Ted, I, you know, I'm not that I forgot about Ted, but when you're looking right. at everybody else in it, I, I, I was. Yeah. yeah. When I saw Ted come on the screen, I love that we got Ted because, you know, you could say Ted and not blow things out of, you know, right. not spoil things. Uh, when I saw Ted come on the screen, I went, oh, my God. And yes. that was yes. a perfect intro. So, yeah. 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 No. So, yes. Other than Ted. We didn't really get any huge characters. Now, normally, after seeing this, I would be very excited for a spinoff. Like, we've been talking about all the Young Avengers, and now we're getting the Thunderbolts. I would be very excited for a Midnight Suns, because we've already got Moon Knight. We've got the new Blade movie. You know, we have talked about Midnight Suns so Mm -hmm. much. Are we going to actually get it? There's a game that's coming out soon. So that's where a lot of it's coming. A lot of the hype is coming from the game that's going to be coming out in the beginning of next year. Um, But they also said it was this week or last week that the director for Blade just walked off. He's like, no, I'm done. And apparently Masara Ali is not very happy with the production in general right now. He says that it's going too slow. So I'm worried he might bounce as well. So if Blade is having trouble, then that makes it even harder to do the Midnight Suns. But, you know, Daredevil, Moon Knight, Blade. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Things and stuff. Yeah. No, I got you. <laughs> Scratching up a storm back there. Yeah, she loves that. Um, I watched one other film. As did I. Uh, what would you watch? Luckiest Girl Alive. So Kate watched that and recommended that everyone avoid it. Really? What was your thoughts? Uh, I think it was awesome. Okay. I thought it was it was very it was hard to watch. There were some places in it that were really hard to watch, um, but they, in my opinion, they did a really good job of telling the story of what happened in the past and what's going on now um, through clever use of flashbacks, cutscenes, etc. The basic concept is that Mila Kunis is uh, she's this girl, Ani, who, which she changed her name from Tiffany to Ani, which is just the end part of Tiffany. Um, mm-hmm. And she's yeah. all set to marry this rich guy from the Hamptons. And she's got a great job at, the magazine called the women's Bible, which is basically cosmopolitan. Um, 
she's on track to go with her editor to the New York Times shortly. Like she's got this great life and a documentary director comes to talk to her and he's like, look, we want to get your side of the story. You were the only person from that event that, you know, hasn't talked so far and we really want to get your story. Somebody's got to tell your side of the story. Um, he says, you know, you were the, you were one of the few survivors of the largest school shooting of the time. And so then we see her story and it's interspersed I thought it was really well done. Again, it was hard to watch in some places. Like yeah. it was really dark. Um, there was some really fucked up shit uh, there. I, I, you know, spoiler warning for people, but there were scenes of rape and they were pretty like, they were pretty realistic and gritty. Um, yeah. It was disturbing to watch. Uh, so yeah, um, I really liked it. I thought that it was well done. Uh why didn't Kate like it? She really didn't go into uh, deep detail as to why she didn't care for it. She just didn't care for it. Okay. Yeah. She was just like, I didn't really care for this. I didn't really ask either. Okay. She was just like, oh, she was, I just wasted my time on the luckiest girl alive. I'm like, really? Oh, I going to kind of watch that. She's like, hmm. ah, I wouldn't bother. It's really not worth your time. Interesting. I was like, okie dokie. And I just kind of hmm. left it at that. Yeah. Interesting. What was the other now, movie I'm you curious. watched? Yeah. It, well, if you so, don't watch it, I'll be interested to talk about it. I stumbled across this movie on Paramount or Peacock. I can't remember which one. Uh, it's called Escape the Field. Hmm. And six people but wake up in a giant cornfield and don't know how they got there and don't really have anything on them and have to try to figure out how to get out of there. Um I think the appeal to me was it was basically cube in a cornfield. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Did you like it? I did. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I nice. enjoyed it thoroughly. It's only like an hour and a half long. Okay. So that's nice. It's non-threatening, if you will. But yeah, I can't remember if it was Peacock. I think it was Peacock. Hmm. And it, you said it's called Escape the Field? Escape the Field. Okay. I wouldn't. I'd, I'd give it a sell, not a hard sell, but I'd give it a sell. They call it's called a thriller. Ooh, a thriller. A thriller. Ooh, it's a Lionsgate film. <laughs> I don't know when it came out. It's only got 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. Glad I didn't look at that first. <laughs> nice. But yeah, it just reminded me of like Cube, but in a field. So I thought it was pretty solid. Okay. Is that it for movies? You're muted. That's it for me. That's it for me for movies. Yeah. So trailers, news, all the fun who'sy what's it's. Um, shotgun wedding. Yeah. Shotgun the trailer wedding. you sent. It looks annoying and awesome. I was like, ah, oh, Jennifer Lopez. Oh, Josh Duhamel. Yeah. I expected it to be one of these, uh, ha ha funny. Oh, everything that can go wrong with a wedding can does go wrong. No, this is, um, Somali pirates basically come and yeah. hijack the wedding and take hostages. And these two 
escape and try to fight back. Kind yeah. of interesting. Yeah. Now, Jennifer Lopez looks great for uh, her age. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm not mistaken, isn't Stifler's mom playing yes. future mother-in-law? Yeah. Yes, she is. And there, there, there's only eight years difference in their age. Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, there's only there's only different eight years difference in their in their age. Wow. Just kind of want to throw that one out there. <laughs> so. Um, but would you? I mean, I mean, I'll watch it. Oh yeah, I'll I'll check it out, but definitely as a free movie. Like I'm not going to pay for that. I I would not go to the movie theaters to see this. No, 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 no. no. Uh, Violent Night. That looks really good. <laughs> it looks so stupidly awesome. Like oh, it's a popcorn movie, no doubt. David Harbor is Santa Claus, the yeah. real Santa Claus, and. Yeah. He shows up at this one house on Christmas Eve, and it's these rich people who John Leguizamo and his crew break into their house to break into their safe. And the little girl begs Santa to help her, and he looks, and she's on his nice list, so he says, okay, I'll help you. And then he discovers that all the people that are robbing them are on his naughty list, so Santa kicks ass. Santa- yeah, it's, it's, it's from – it says here, you know, from the, uh, the producers of Nobody, John Wick, and Atomic Blonde. And it's it's supposed to be in that that vein of that. <laughs> and it looks like it. And David Harbour looks like he's just having so much fun with it. Oh, absolutely does. Yeah. Uh, Slumberland. That's one for you and the kids, I think. Yeah, oh, I, maybe we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know that I really care yeah. about that one. It's Jason Momoa as a basically a but a dream creature i guess and this girl meets him because like her dad used to hang out with him and do stuff yeah. and her dad's dead now and he's like oh i'm gonna take you through dream world and you know it's like part drop dead fred part little little nemo i, yeah. I don't know i don't know yeah the super mario brothers movie i'll, t- I'll my kids and i will watch that when it's on like free tv I'm wondering if they're going to do what they did with Sonic, you know, where oh, because everybody... people lost their shit because it doesn't sound like Mario. Yeah. And again, I think I said this in my message. I would have been yeah. okay if it was Chris Pratt trying to do a Mario impression, but it's Chris Pratt doing Chris Pratt. Yeah. Like even Keegan, Michael key as toad was high pitched and toadish, yeah. you know, Jack black did not do his normal. Yeah. He was like, Rrr. so I'm listening yeah. to it and I'm like, yeah, that is Jack Black, but boy, he sounds different. Like he sounds like Bowser. This yeah. was fucking Chris Pratt walking in at the last second, picking up the script and going, uh, wow, <laughs> what are we doing here? Okay. Yeah. I got to go guys. Bye. Like he was fucking phoning it in. So in, I don't, in his defense, he played the character the way he was instructed to play the character. Yeah, I know. He said, they told me not to try to do an Italian accent. Well, Mario's from Brooklyn. He's an yeah. Italian plumber from Brooklyn, so he could have either way, right. you know, but no, this is just Chris Pratt being Chris Pratt. He phoned it in and I, the guy who does Mario's voice in the video yeah. games and has for decades is still alive. Granted, he said it's too hard to do it for extended periods of time. So he doesn't know if he would have been able to do it for the movie, yeah. but it's still 
that's what we're all used to. You know, everybody knows Mario has a voice. Well, it's the voice from the video games. And if people pitch enough of a bitch fist, they might probably it'll probably happen. That That's what I'm wondering, because we look at what happened with Sonic. Yeah. And honestly, there's nobody on this planet that can say that that was a bad decision. Like yeah. that movie was great. The second movie was even better. Um, oh, no. Sonic was phenomenal. No, changing the animation it. was that they should have done that. and They did. And I'm glad they did. But yeah, yeah, I I'm on that bandwagon of Super Mario. I'm not as vehement as the rest of them. You know, I'm not like, oh, fuck this burner to the ground. I couldn't care less. You know, Mario yeah. Mario doesn't hold a super special place in my heart like a lot of people do. But yeah. it's just the fact that, again, Keegan Michael Key. You could hear the difference in his voice. He played Toad. Jack Black as Bowser, that gave me chills. Like, that was awesome. Um, I loved the opening scene with the penguins and and Bowser just, like, melting their whole place. I was like, yeah, finally Bowser has such fucking gravitas to him. Like, he legit feels like a menace. But then just hearing Star-Lord, it it just, it bothered me. But we'll see. Fair enough. Um, I sent you the trailer for The Wonder. That looks really good. Yeah, it certainly does. At, uh, at first, I was watching it, and I'm like, why did he send this to me? I don't want to watch Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. And, uh, But yeah, it's it looks twisted. It looks yep. freaky. Yep. Yeah, That's it looks really good. Julia was watching the trailer, and she's like, I would watch that. I'm like, you don't like horror movies. She goes, that looks good. Okay. Yeah, I know, right? That comes out in November. Yep. Uh, you also sent me the one for Rosaline. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. It's it's a it's a Romeo and Juliet, except Rosaline lives across the street and she's in love with Romeo. Or was it she's in love with Juliet, actually? No, nope, she's uh, she was dating Romeo a week before and then he saw Juliet went for her. Yeah, that's and, right. That's what, okay, and Rosalind's yeah. actually a character from Shakespeare's stuff. This, yeah. to me, this looks phenomenal. I cannot wait for this. <clears throat> yeah, no, this looks really solid. This comes out end of the week, actually. It's another on, Hulu one, Hulu. which yep. they're crushing it. Um, yeah, what's her name, the actress there? She was in Booksmart. Um, She's been in a bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the reason why I like it. Uh, that's the, yeah. that's, that was my big draw was her. Yes, she was in Booksmart. I got to look it up. It's a basically it's a comedy like you were saying it's yeah. Romeo and Juliet except for this is Romeo's very recently jilted lover. Um and yeah. I love the interaction Caitlin it Deaver. So, Caitlin Deaver. Yeah. It's so highbrow comedy like some yeah. of the stuff Juliet sitting there and she's like what if I drank this poison and pretended to kill myself and they're like no you shouldn't do that that's probably the dumbest thing that anybody has ever proposed ever and then she does it and they're like oh my god did you seriously do that so they're like trying to drag her body around and it looks great yeah that's another Hulu original movie yep yep uh, yeah, no, it's got Caitlin Deaver in it. I, I love her. I think she's phenomenal. Uh, Absolutely. I liked her in a lot of stuff. Um, I forget she was in Justified, so I go back and I like happened to, you know what I mean? Like, oh, that's yeah. right. She Justified. She played. She the was Red a lot younger back then, but yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but yeah, I think she's in a lot of great, a lot of good stuff, and you know, she's one. Of, oh, I'll, I'll watch that if she's in it. So. Yep. Yep. Um, we got a release date for um uh season two of good omens which again this was a, a shock to me to find out they, they were even doing a season two and yeah 
it's also like they say, oh, it's a release date. It's not. It's summer of 2023. That is not that's a not date. A release date. That's, a, that's a general idea. Like summer, yeah. depending on who you are and what part of the world you're in, could be anything. Right. Um, but I'm going to watch the shit out of it because the first one was great and it's it's those two, you know, it, it's, they're great. Yeah. Love it. Um, oh, let's see what else. You sent me Avenue okay. five season. Okay. Two, I'm not planning on watching it. I didn't know it was getting a second season. Yeah. I think that they said second season, but that was it. I remember, yeah. I remember watching most of the first but like season, it, but then it being like today or went up today. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember, getting tired of it. Like I just didn't like it by the end. So I don't yeah. even think that I finished the first season. I don't remember if I finished it or not. Again, I just, I couldn't believe it was getting a second season. Mm. That was kind of shocking to me on that side of things. So, um, but you did send a trailer for blockbuster. Yeah. 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 Doesn't that look good? Uh, that looks great. Yeah. It's the same people that brought a superstore. It's about the last blockbuster store. Um, so it's, stars Randall it's Park. semi-historical because, you know, the last store well, does still exist right now. Yes, yes. It's it's and it's funny. It's on Netflix, The you know, who I guess you could say may take credit for destroying video stores. <laughs> yeah. I, I, the irony is not lost on me on that. Yeah. Uh, we got a trailer for Day of the Doctor. What? The power of the doctor. Not, sorry, thank you. Not Day of the Doctor, Jason Crow. Which, by the way, was phenomenal. Just to throw it, that back there. It's coming right up here. You uh, know, like yeah, I said, you, we just we just did uh, the Bells of St. John and Yeah. It's coming. So And then Missy. Uh, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, we got the trailer for the um That's the power of the doctor. Power of the Doctor. Thank you, Jesus Crow. October twenty third is that's when that's coming out. Yep. And as as I mentioned, I will be watching that myself. Julie yep. is not at that point, but we're going to continue watching, and then you know eventually we'll catch up there. I imagine by the time um, we get the next Doctor, we'll be all caught up and be able to watch it live. The sixtieth anniversary. Yeah, that's not till November of twenty twenty three. So you got a year to catch up. <sighs> it's going to be tight. It might be. <laughs> I mean, I've got all of Capaldi, all of Whitaker, and yeah. the tail end of Smith here. So, and then uh, I sent you the Star Trek Picard New York Comic Con 2022 teaser trailer. Honestly, I did not watch it because it's, I've already seen enough, and I'm ready. I, I get you. I hear you. I watched it. It looks fucking phenomenal. Oh, it I looks can't. Absolutely wait. phenomenal. Absolutely it's phenomenal. so good. Just the just the screenshot there of Jonathan Frakes screaming like that. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to cry at this. I know oh, I am because it, this is the final season of Picard. It looks so good. These characters are coming back and you know that some of them. Uh Oh, what? Oh, sorry. I got a text from somebody I wasn't expecting. Um, okay. Yeah. It, you know that some of them aren't going to make it through this. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Nice. <sighs> but anyhow, I got nothing else. Do you? Uh, 
one thing, maybe two. Um, they just announced that they're going to do a third uh, Poirot film, Haunting in Venice. So Kenneth Branagh will be coming back as Hercule Poirot. Uh, okay. They're also going to have Michelle Yeoh, Jamie Dornan, Tina Fey, and then right. more people that they'll be adding. So that's cool. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. Um, sorry. There were a few things that popped up tonight. I just wanted to make sure. No, I think that was it. Well, I think that was it. Gubna. All right, buddy. Well, um, that's it for me, Ben. I got nothing else. Same here. All right. Well, you can find me on the Twitter machine. I'm superstar Mel. I'm the quantum geek G33K. And that is our show. We'll talk to you next week. Yes. Next week. Yes.